Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Good, really good. Good. Today we've got what type of photographer do you want to be? Oh, this is a good one, especially in this climate. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting like when people start off, you know, yeah. I, I don't know that people always have a an idea what they want to be. In They start doing the photography and I suppose they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to agree with you there. I'm finding a lot nowadays hobbyists are really they've got the opportunity to go into the to the market and say that they're shooting professionally quite well at the moment sadly for us professionals it's creating a bit of competition but I'm finding that a lot of amateur photographers that are coming into the professional realm don't really know what type of photographer they want to be they're really just chasing what they perceive as an income and they're not necessarily researching what types of photographers they can be that resonates with what they like, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Would, yeah. would it be fair to say that a lot of people who do come in, they start off, they just cherry pick whatever, they just grab whatever jobs they can. Like they're yeah. Not, they're not kind of, you know, saying I'm going to be a wedding photographer. Yeah. So I'm really going to just hone my skills. Yeah. And practice shooting weddings with it, you know, they start as a second shooter. Yes. Get their skill sets up. Yes. And then the shoot, styled shoots and things around wedding. So they've got that, you know, that, yeah, that background and yeah. grounding. Yeah, it's it kind of I suppose to this kind of question kind of leads into you know should should people specialize? Yeah, and it, it that's that's an interesting question because I hate to say it, but in this climate at the moment, it's really tricky to to specialize because there is so, in my opinion, there is there is a lot less work around because there is so many photographers out there. So it's becoming more and more difficult to specialize in one field. For example, weddings. A lot of wedding photographers are now starting to diversify and go back to what how they originally started when they they were looking for something to specialize in. So they're shooting more weddings, they're shooting more businesses, they're taking um, lots of jobs they wouldn't normally because the ability to specialize is starting to diminish. Yes, yeah, and I think that the thing is the the reality, the real world reality at the moment is the pie's actually got smaller. Yes. But it's need to be cut into more pieces. Yes. And that's the reality yeah. of what's happened with. Just the, I suppose people can get into the industry so readily. readily. Yeah, they can, they can. And I don't necessarily know if that's a good or a bad thing yet. It, watching the, the industry changes over the last, I'd have to say, last three years at the most, it's well, been quite challenging. Well, I think we were, we were talking before we started the podcast, we were talking about things like the old-fashioned sign writer who, yeah. who would go and hand paint the front of the shop window or the, the you know, the... Yep. The fascia of a building that yeah. get up there and they'd be painting, they'd pencil yeah. it all out. And you don't see those jobs as much anymore because technology has taken over. It's really created a, a robotic option for, well, that's for some, those. People, I know there's people who have got into sign writing who yeah. pretty much didn't have any, they couldn't paint a yes, sign. Yes, yeah, yeah. But they can operate a computer yeah. and print it out on so a now big roll of... Yeah. Sticky vinyl. It's so true. I remember when I was coming out of out of high school, I met a young chap who was an apprentice sign writer. And now those types of jobs, I don't even know if they exist. I'm sure that they do in a niche market. I think there's a niche market. I think there's always that. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be someone needed to do 
custom hand painted mm. stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of a lot of mm. re- retros are kind of a big thing. Yes, yeah. Um, particularly um, vehicles, you see some of these businesses buy an old vehicle like an old panel van yeah yeah and, and they but they wanted it they don't want vinyl stickers on it no they want it painted how yeah. it would have been done back in the day when that yeah. 1960 holden panel van was built yes if you were joe bloggs plumbing yeah someone would have to paint joe bloggs they would. plumbing on the side of with the those van. beautiful truck design yeah. decorations on the bottom that they used to do <laughs> yeah all the little all the little taily bits yeah, and, yeah yeah which you don't see as much anymore and i think i think it's definitely something about um about identifying what type of photographer you want to be that relates to that kind of thing yep. there do, is do you yeah. think it's a hard but for people when they're first starting out to actually work out i mean i, I don't know that many people have a an idea exactly yeah. this is this is what I want to be I mean yeah what what type of photographer do you want to be well I definitely want to be a wedding photographer that's yep. definitely where I want to specialize but and have been specializing in in the past 10 to 12 years yeah although I found lately I've had to do some dive, side gigs yeah do some side gigs to keep the wheels turning which is which is I don't know if it's disappointing or exciting or challenging or making me resilient I'm still unsure about how I feel about it um yep. But I think I think it is really important to identify what type of photography you want to be because it allows you the opportunity to hone your skill in for that particular type of scene that you're creating. So if you want to be a family photographer, you can really practice the nuances of, of understanding how to communicate with people, make, making people of all ages and demographics feel comfortable and getting the best out of them in that photographic scenario. Yep. So I, I feel there is a lot of importance on being able to decide what type of photographer you want to be. And not just being a bits of everything, especially when you're starting out. It's really important to become great at what you do, not just good at lots of little things. Like, yeah. It just yeah. I, I, I think that one of the things that people could think about if you're trying to work out what type of photographer is, work out where your passion is. Yes. I, I know you're passionate about weddings. Yeah. You love weddings. I do. I do. You know, I do. <laughs> it's, it's insane and weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not not really, but that would make – that's why you can create such beautiful pictures mm. because you have this real you, – you get – how would you say? You're involved yeah. in a couple's day. Like you you become a part of it and yep. you kind of feed off of that. Energy, oh, yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's that's another quality that you need to, to possess as a photographer regardless of what type of work you're doing. You need to not only enjoy it but be able to become – kind of consumed in that environment so that you can navigate through the whole process really easily and really assist whoever you're photographing, whether it be a business or whether it be a wedding or whether it be a family, so that you can get the best out of those people yeah. and those opportunities when you're, that you're photographing. So I think would you be, think it's fair to say that you can still be that focused wedding photographer mm-hmm. even though you supplement with some other photography gigs to kind of like you said, keep the wheels turning. Yeah. But, I'd I mean, but the, you know, when you wake up in the morning, what you're hoping for is that someone's going to ring up and book you for a wedding. Yeah, that's it. That's how I wake up every day. <laughs> I'm like, today's the day I'm going to make a booking. It'll be tomorrow if it's not today. Absolutely. But one thing I have found is that through my experience as a wedding photographer, it's, it has allowed me to gain the skills and knowledge to do those other things and to do those other things really well. But I guess... I've been in the industry for quite some time, so it's it's more than the twelve years that I've had my own business. It's it's been 
before that. Before that. working for other people, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I guess I'm really fortunate and quite grateful for the career that I've had because I've had such great opportunities provided to me and I've really gone out and been pro- proactive about creating those opportunities and that's a really exciting thing that I'm seeing from a lot of the the newer photographers that are coming in regardless of their experience level they're hungry they're hungry for something and they're going out and getting it which is is really exciting for them and I think that they're in a really exciting and fortunate time to be picking up the tools that we work with yeah but there is there is this level of experience that they still need to identify what type of photographer they want to be I was just I was just thinking yeah, about you know people who might be trying to choose what type of photographer mm. they want to be, and if you think about it this way, what when you hang up the camera finally and you no longer shoot, mm-hmm. and you know, you're in your rocking chair and you're mm. 89 sipping on that 4x gold or whatever, <laughs> I'll be in a tiny house drinking ginger <laughs> tea. I think that's it. That's it. <laughs> it may have fermented slightly. <laughs> <It> <laughs> might be moonshine. What, what what type of photographer do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered as a photographer? Do you think? As the wedding photographer, the person that caught those special days. Yeah, I think. I'm just thinking: is this is this a way for people to help them identify? If you, yeah. If you can, if you can wind the clock forward. Forward. How would you, you know, like to the future? It's almost like a eulogy, <laughs> yeah, photographic definitely. eulogy. Yeah. How do you, how do you want to be, you know, p- referred to when you're retired? Oh, Terry, she was an amazing wedding photographer. Yeah, I think. You know, is that I, is that probably helps people get that. Try, I, yeah. try and find that that niche. I think so. I think it is. It's really important to be able to look back like that because you're also identifying your strengths that you wouldn't necessarily be able to see. So if you do treat it like a photographic eulogy, yeah, it's a really good confidence boost. It's like, how would you like to be remembered? And it can actually. Well, oh no, I don't want to be remembered as that family photographer, or you know, I don't want to be remembered as a fashion photographer because yep. that's not really where my heart lies. So I think you're right. That's a really good way to kind of. I'll share it. I'll share a little story with you, which is kind of not related to photography, but it's kind of where we're going with this with mm. this subject. I can remember in grade seven at my primary school, mm. I was very lucky. My grandfather came to speak to the grade seven class, and my grandfather was one of the first professional authors in Australia. Yeah, right. So he he basically gave up his job and he wrote novels for a living. Which wow, this is back in the seventies. Yeah, which was really. Yeah, most people who wrote books worked somewhere and then yeah. they wrote the book and then they got it published and then, you know, that type of thing. So he wanted to obviously write for a living, which he, he did up until he passed away. Yeah. So he came to our grade seven class and he was talking about how he writes a novel and he talked about how he constructs it. And it's interesting enough, he's, I mean, just, this, this just stuck with me, he always wrote, wrote the last chapter first. Yes. And the idea was he said, I know where I'm going with the story. Yeah. Because I know how it ends. Yeah. Rather than trying to quickly at the end try and make sense for the reader, all the little things that have happened along yeah. the journey that you're trying to quickly, oh, yeah, Mary, Mary, Mary married such and such. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. same. Yeah. And I, I always thought that's really Clever thing to do that you yeah. actually you know write the, the last chapter first and then make it all work towards an end. So if you think about this, how you want to be remembered as a photographer, if you can think about that, mm. then mm. that's what you're working towards. Yeah, I'm, yeah, absolutely. You know, what I mean, I'm just thinking that maybe a, 
a direction people could think. Yeah, and that's a really good way to kind of um, to ignite your motivation as well. Like if your aim is to be remembered for having beautiful images that win awards, that's yep. going to be what you aim for yep. and that's going to be where you put your energy, which is which. thank you. It's actually making me think a little bit about what. <laughs> how would I like to be remembered. That's right. How, how, how does Terry, you know. In that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> well, I think it is. Look, but I think these days, you know, you need – you definitely need some type of you need something special mm. to to succeed. Yeah. In photography, and I know we were talking over a cup of coffee before this about saying, you know, where is the industry going to be? Mm. Is there going to be a photography industry in years to come, or is it just going to kind of go yeah. away? Yeah, yeah. I think there is, but it's going to look very different to what it is today. And I had this discussion with another photographer friend, and we were we were wondering, is are we still going to be able to be full time photographers? And I think that's one thing that the younger generation need to um, to really consider because a lot of them are actually doing it part-time and if you imagine there's one person doing it part-time, there's probably 20 or 30. Yeah. So the more people that are doing it part-time, the less people can do it full-time because it's, it's just, just becoming oversaturated. So when you're thinking about what type of photographer you want to be, I think it's really important that you also research the industry that you're interested in and see if there is there is enough room for you to get, A, the experience you're after, the knowledge you're searching for, and also get work. Yep. Like yep. I think that's well, the really other, the other, the other clever thing to do, and this is kind of, you know, and it may be partly a business decision of where you go, is mm. that if, if you're in your local area and you find that there's already 350,000 wedding photographers mm. catering for your area, but you find there's very few maybe portrait family-type photographers or some other area of photography that's not really well represented, mm. Sometimes, you know, from, you know, business marketing strategy. That's your direction. That sometimes yeah. that can that can dictate your direction yeah. you go because there's there's a there's a there's an opening in the market. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's hard to like I said, it's hard to be a wedding photographer with every other photographer as yes. a wedding photographer. Yes, yeah. I think also you need to understand is your goal to make money? If your goal is to make money, that's definitely what you should be doing. If it's just to just to do it because you love it yep. or you find a niche within that particular type, that's okay too. Yep. Like it is okay to to do something. But it is it is a double it is a double yeah. edged sword because you photograph weddings because you love weddings, yep. right? But you also photograph it to produce an income. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get these two two things in play yeah. that, that you're doing it. So, and that's kind of the, the the fact that you love weddings keeps you in there, even yeah. in those tough times. It, it does, yeah. It, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. I've, I've tried to, I took a sabbatical years ago thinking that I'd, I'd had enough. I'd yeah. gone through some really challenging personal and professional things that really made me just, no, I've had enough. But I just couldn't not. Yes. I had to get back into it. And we, we, we're going to talk about, you know, in a future podcast about, the feeling that photography does mm. because it is kind of a bit like a drug mm. that when you really get involved in mm. photography and you and everything's just humming along and you and you're snapping out those yeah. magical images yeah it's so satisfying to the yeah. soul and to be honest with you those 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 feelings can be few and far between but when you get them it's a really good buzz yeah because the, the best thing to remember as well is it's going to be hard work 
anyone running a business or freelancing, you're going to have to work your guts off. You may not photograph as much as you want to. You may not make as much money as you think you're going to. Your hourly wage could be $5 (laughs) once you put it down to the hours that you're working. But if you enjoy it enough to love what you do, you're pretty gifted because you're you're getting to do what you love every day. Well, that's it. I think, if, and again, you know, we're talking about you know, what type of photographer do you want to be and, mm. and, and also how do you want to be remembered as a photographer. Mm. And I think you need to find that niche. So you need to find out what it is that you really connect with. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it mightn't be what you first your first thought because I've, yeah. I've, you know, I've listened to a lot of photographers talk about how they got into photography. Mm-hmm. And some of them are quite interesting stories because they get mm. into it sometimes. By accident. By complete accident. That's how I became a wedding photographer. It was complete accident. And then they they, they, they shoot something and it just, that that connects. Yeah. It's just that natural connection. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's why people do ballroom dancing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, ballroom dancing is not your kind of. Not everybody loves it. Not everybody <laughs> loves it. But, you know, it's the, the people that really embrace it, you know, they're, they're doing it because it satisfies them like yeah. it gives them this feeling absolutely and i was hooked the moment i started photographing weddings i don't even i remember i actually remember the first wedding i photographed yep. and i remember the feelings that i got and how excited i felt because because i don't know I, I just found what i enjoyed and i was so lucky to have found that i think i was i was about 19 yep. when i photographed my first wedding and I, I, we had a photographer on the other podcast um Bojo, very early in the series and he was a professional wedding photographer. Yeah. And he, you know, he would book. He had, he had every sad day of the year. He had a wedding booked. Yeah. So he, he lost count over his very long career of shooting weddings. That just makes me feel instantly tired. <laughs> yeah. But but the thing about it is, you know, I said to him, "What do? You, what is it?" And he said, "It's just such a joyous day. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't help the bride and groom. You can't help getting drawn in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah." And I've experienced that with family shoots as well, yep. where you just there is just this insane and I know it sounds corny, but there is an insane level of love for the people that you're surrounded by and how much they care about each other. Yep. And just being part of part of that that space when it happens is, is a real privilege. Yes, like yes. There's something about well, it that. is. It, it, you know, sometimes people you hear that expression, you know, the the atmosphere was electric. Yeah, it's just a buzz in the air. Yeah, and they're they're like it's, I've heard heard some people refer to it as unicorns. They're the unicorn jobs because they're the ones that that you don't expect. Yeah, it came out of nowhere and it's just magical. Yeah, it's, and it's it's so awesome, so yep. awesome, and it's worth all that hard work once you get those. Well, once you get that opportunity, I think it's like if you look at sports people. Yes, they put a lot of effort in. So you say you know you set your sights on becoming yes. a you know a swimmer. And you you swim, you know, a zillion hours a day, seven days a week, missing out on all the other stuff. Yeah. For that one chance to be able to stand on that podium and be, you know, win the medal. Be triumphant, yeah. And be triumphant. <laughs> and, and then that feeling is like, you know, that's the rush. Like yeah. there it is there. But it's been a long road to get there. And it's a bit like the unicorn money you talked about. Like mm. in, you're gonna you're gonna shoot a heap of jobs. Or you're going to go to a lot of swim meets that you're not going to actually win. Yes. But you're going to then, like I said, then you're going to nail one and then it's just going to be all that pain has been worth it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess when we come to answering this question, what type of photographer do you want to be? I, I encourage everybody to research and to find what resonates and what makes you Shoot, feel good. I think, I think 
initially shoot a little bit of everything. Yeah. And then then once you find something that you're good at yes, or, or something that you can connect with, then try and hone your skills mm-hmm. and then try and learn everything about that particular mm. style of photography, you mm-hmm. know. Read books, watch YouTube videos, yes. you know, talk to other photographers have shot yes. in that space. Learn what it is about yes. how to be the best in your field. Yes. Because then what you do is once you become that amount of skill, it's kind of like the power of attraction. Yeah. You know, people people will go, oh, I've got to get Terry. Like, yeah. You know, she shot my friend's wedding and it was just amazing. I seen the pictures. You know, so you want to get people to that level where they like your work so much, mm. they're not even mm. looking at anyone else. Mm. You know, they're just going straight to you. Yeah, so true. And people do get to that point. Yes. But it's hard work. So it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's, it's not, it's not one of those work. things that you can just simply wake up in the morning and go, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be da-da-da-da-da and everyone's going to come rushing to me. Yeah, and that's that. what you're just talking about there. I'm finding that more and more with um, the younger generation saying that they're a particular type of photographer yep. but they haven't actually had the experience or gone out and experienced that type of work. Work, yeah, yeah. And I think I think you need to be really careful about that kind of thing and not put yourself in a position where you don't have the experience or the knowledge to deal with that photographic job Yep. because you're not doing yourself any favours. No. Uh, you're not doing your client any favours and you're just creating a lot of stress and anxiety for yourself that you don't necessarily need. So I think going back to the question, you know, what type of photographer do you want to be? Maybe they could use that example of going back and writing the last chapter. And, and then, then working and towards then that. W- that be that be where you're heading towards. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, great stuff. I really like this one. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, I hope... Um, that's been interesting and got you thinking about what type of photography you might want to be and go out and do your research. Um, Terry, until next time, happy shooting. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. See, See ya. ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.